Hello, and welcome to Being Well is Hot. I'm your host, Shakira, and I'm in a good mood. Like, oh my god, my voice changed so quickly right there. But I'm in a good mood. I feel like this is a perfect time to record. I've always recorded at night so far, so recording in the day kind of feels way better. I feel more talkative, and I don't know, I think I'm going to start doing it in the morning. Oh my god, it's such an irrelevant conversation. Ignore that. Like, that was literally just for me. Um, but anyway, we are in the peace week. That's what I'm calling it. It's the week between Christmas and New Year's. I love this week. I feel like it's a, it's a good week to just rest and take some time for yourself and kind of just look back and see what the year has done for you has done to you and what you got out of it what you didn't get out of it what you want to change about your lifestyle um just a lot of feels good and bad i feel like can come up this week so i think i'm gonna focus on making it kind of like um like a week to prepare to prepare for all the goals i want to accomplish for next year So I kind of view it like little stepping blocks to begin my, 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 I don't want to be like my new me. (laughs) It's not a new me. To begin my, my process, my, my goals. I don't know. You get it. You understand. (laughs) But yeah, I love this week. I've been very enjoying staying home and not being in the office. So that's great. Um, Happy holidays. Oh my god. Happy holidays to everybody that celebrates. And I have been actually eating so so much food last week, the week leading up to Christmas. I was eating very high in inflammation, very processed oils. Um I've been eating all the carbs. I've been eating all the chocolate, all the dairy. Oof. That's a lot of dairy I ate this week. But that's fine. That's life. I've been eating gluten too. And I and I've seen the changes. Um if you were if you listened to my last episode, it was about the gut to brain connection, and I actually have an example that literally just happened this week. Um again, I was eating pretty processed last week and I was snacking all the time. And I'm not a snacker, like I don't snack. So you know, processed food is addictive, and it very showed last week um, when I was just picking at everything and eating multiple chocolates throughout the day. Um, my office had chocolates, and I just literally couldn't stop eating them because they're addictive. And um, yeah, I didn't see the negative effects uh, mentally. I saw them physically. Like my digestive system was slower my um my bloating came back so harshly like that came back like a slap in the face like all of a sudden like i think last monday that's when i started eating that um not bad but you know what i mean (laughs) and i woke up like tuesday super bloated and i was like uh at least i knew you know like that's what i kind of want to do this for at least you know why you're bloated and you know why you look like that so you don't feel as bad for it you don't, and at least I don't, like, as long as I have an answer to something, I'm like, okay, well, I can fix that, it's not, like, the end of the world, so, I didn't mind the bloating the whole week, 
I didn't mind eating so much last week. I had a ball. <laughs> I kind of minded it when it came to the weekend. And I, it kind of just hit me. My mental health and my mood swings were all over the place. Like, my, my mental health was insane this week, this weekend. And it was definitely because of how I was eating. Especially because my my lifestyle is super clean eating and whole foods. So, for me to go from one extreme to another, it kind of just hit me all at once. So, yeah, my mood swings were all over the place this weekend. And that's what kind of just, like, told me to, hey... Go back to eating how you how you always do because this is not it. So, made my smoothie this morning and I'm starting all over again. Um, just going back to my regular life. But yeah, if you were here for my last episode, it was on the gut to brain connection, and this is kind of like a part two. So if that episode got to got to you and got you to kind of care about your gut health and overall just make it more of a priority to be healthy then this is kind of like a part two and it's great for the new year and it is five ways to take care of your gut for the new year for beginners because these are super simple steps you can literally start doing today or tomorrow whatever and Yeah, I thought it was a great part two, and let's jump right into the information. That was very pronounced. Okay, let's get to it. (laughs) All right, so it's the new year, and you are going to start taking care of your gut. And you're going to start to be healthy, okay? Um, I want to do a whole other one on just healthy tips for your overall health, um, mind, body, and soul. This one specifically is for your gut health. So if you want to take care of your gut for the new year, it is a great goal to have. It touches on every single medical issue you can have. So, you know learn learn guys learn how to take care of your gut and this is perfect because these are very very simple very beginner things and it's not that hard to do i'm not asking you to go on a diet or anything um you don't have to stop eating all the good stuff mom makes you know just switch a few stuff up and be mindful and add more things into your diet basically so the first rule the first rule (laughs) The holy commandments um for everything for any advice i will ever give the first thing i'll always say is eat whole foods just eat food <laughs> we wouldn't have probably any issues if our diet consisted of real down-to-earth food and even animal food like animal food like i don't know uh, it's very, very touchy to touch on because a lot of vegans and vegetarians are, you know, very much no meat, no nothing, and kind of marketed it as unhealthy, which a lot of it is. I'm not going to lie. A lot of it is. If you get, like, some processed meat, 
or you know some just meat or chicken or whatever kind of meat you eat that is high in hormones then i'll just just think about it once you eat like a chicken that has like full of gmo and and a lot of hormones you're eating all of that it's going to your body it's gonna affect your hormones it's gonna affect your gut you can be literally taking in all the hormones that's why um i tell a lot of a lot of women especially to be careful on picking your meat at the grocery store make sure they're grass-fed and free-range or you know and it says non-gmo no antibiotics no hormones added you know it's, it's not that hard to find but make sure that to get the right meat because we already have crazy hormones because of our period and it's all leveled out crazy around the month so adding different kind of hormones especially ones that are artificial can completely ruin um your menstrual cycle and the balance that it has <laughs> i'll go into more of that in a whole other episode but yes meat meat is a whole food you can definitely eat meat and still take care of your gut um but when i say whole foods it means meat eggs vegetables fruit anything without a label one ingredient things whole foods i don't know how else to explain it just eat your whole foods it's it's really not as hard for most of us i feel like i don't know i come from a hispanic household so a lot of the times we eat whole foods already it's just we are accustomed to use ingredients when cooking the food that are not whole foods and can make us um can affect our gut and you know um overall just give us a lot of inflammation like oils let's say it's oils is a whole food like um olive oil and coconut oil it's very natural but most of us i know in the kitchen probably use vegetable oil or canola oil and all that so that is also not a food (laughs) that i'm telling you to eat as whole foods um so one of my tips again whole foods but be mindful of what is a whole food it's not a whole food what is processed and what can cause inflammation so i think it's pretty simple especially if you're an adult if you're an adult and you still live with your parents just switch it out <laughs> like what's the biggest harm they could do just switch it out buy the olive oil buy the avocado oil and switch it out and that's probably gonna just save your life if you're just eating at home that's probably the only thing that they add that makes your food high in inflammation so if you eat mommy's food every day go ahead eat it all switch your oils up if it has to be on the low do it on the low like that's what i did i just took it away (laughs) i took it away and i added um and i put the avocado and the olive oil there now it's just there look i paid for it it's there just use it and you could eat mommy's food three times a day and improve your health and it's not even that hard so yeah if you live with mom it's not that hard it's probably just the oil that is causing you kind of weird um to have inflammation so not as hard as you think um i'm trying to figure out other things that can be avoided at home but i can't think about anything 
Anyway, number two is to avoid medication. <laughs> so that is super touchy. I know, I know, I know. Um, what I mean by medication, quote unquote, it's probably like pills. I mean like Advil and Tylenol and all that. Because I remember growing up, I had a headache. I popped a pill. <laughs> like, And I took like a thousand milligrams because I am the worst with pain tolerance. Like my pain tolerance is so bad. I hope it gets improved but because gut health also can improve your pain tolerance. So, I don't know. I hope some miracle comes one day and I can take more pain. But anyway, I'm terrible at taking pain. So, I used to pop pills all the time. Probably ruined my gut. Basically, I was a pill popper. That's that's what I'm saying. Um, but, yeah, I feel like that's a lot and it's very normal. Like, a lot of people, as soon as they get a headache, they're just like, give me an Advil, give me a Tylenol. Um, it's very common especially in america to treat everything with pills especially like antibiotics oh my god they throw antibiotics in your face like it's nothing and it's so so sad because a lot of doctors just throw antibiotics on your face like it's nothing they go this is wrong you have an infection you have this antibiotics antibiotics and i get it i get the i get the need but it is a quick and it can ruin you on the long term antibiotics ruin the lining of your gut so that is another pill that i would strongly suggest to avoid if you can if you cannot and the doctor says you know it's completely necessary just just do it um you can always heal after um i would definitely suggest supplements after that because sometimes um, since we want to rapidly fix the antibiotics mess that happened, since we don't want it prolonging and staying there. So quicker, the better. So foods, according to, you know, taking care of your gut, plus supplements is the way to go after taking antibiotics. Anyway, that is all kind of like pills. I kind of just avoid so I, I avoid every single painkiller i avoid antibiotics even in the summer i so like a uti for example is something that you could avoid taking antibiotics you could it's, it, for sure like i had a uti this summer um for the first time in years after having them constantly um and it was because i went to a lake I went camping and I went on a lake. When you stay in wet clothes in your private areas, it causes a UTI. It causes an infection. So I felt it. I felt it that night leaving the campsite. And I got home and I went crazy with water. Just started drinking so much water. And I, got, I bought a bag or like a case of cranberries and just started watching TV and just ate the whole thing <laughs> I don't think I ate the whole thing but I ate like a majority of it I ate a D of it and it went away it went away the, the, the day after I didn't have any symptoms so mission accomplished and it was definitely also rapidly fixed because I had an overall healthy lifestyle so it does take 
a little longer if your body is used to processed foods and um, various other things that could be harming your gut since it's all there together now um, but yeah that's my little thing on pills that's number two try to avoid um, painkillers and antibiotics as much as you can um, again that's not a hard thing to do I don't think you need that all the time so another one that's pretty easy number three is fermented foods what is fermented foods I don't know I barely know but I just know it's good for you. Well, it's basically like the the action of of cooking it with something else, basically. Like you're fermenting something in something, right? I don't know. We don't need to know everything for that. But um, some fermented foods is like kimchi, sauerkraut, even ceviche. If you're Hispanic, you're probably listening to this because you followed me on my other page. But... Um, ceviche is fermented in lime. It's fish fermented in lime, basically. It's also very gut-friendly, so that's pretty good for you. What sucks is I actually don't see that when I search up fermented foods. It doesn't come up like ceviche, but when I say, like, is ceviche fermented, it is fermented. But, I don't know, that's a cultural thing, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but they have kimchi there, and that's Korean. I don't know, but that is... A fermented food and it could also contribute to um, healing your gut um, which is great if you go out and eat you know just order ceviche <laughs> and, and especially if you are on a gut healing journey but anyway what did I say kimchi ceviche kombucha kombucha is also fermented um, sauerkraut it's basically cabbage fermented um, what else sourdough bread is fermented miso soup so if you ever like go out and eat sushi order some miso soup it's gut friendly you're winning and winning okay you're out and taking care of your gut order some miso soup um apple cider vinegar is also fermented i don't i don't necessarily like that trend where people take apple cider vinegar in the morning like a shot I don't know. It's it's like for a weight loss, but I don't think it really does anything if you're not, you're still like in the same lifestyle. It's not gonna do anything, you know. I think it's kind of like a a marketing thing. I don't know. I I don't. I'm not a big advocate on that, but I do add apple cider vinegar to like salad dressings and when cooking and stuff. So try to add that as much as you can. Again. If you're into the shot, though, go ahead. Like, I'm not saying anything bad about it. It's nothing negative. I'm just saying it's not, like, a cure, right? But, yeah, get your apple cider vinegar in there. Yogurt. Yogurt is a fermented food, so it is very healthy for the gut. But a lot of yogurts have very, very processed sugars and artificial sugars and... Ooh, I sound like I'm crying. <laughs> artificial sugars and all that which kind of ruin the benefits that the fermented yogurt has on your gut so make sure they're clean ingredients in your yogurt my favorite is kind of like what is it the sigs one um the kefir kefir is actually milk like it's real milk it's um so if you're dairy free and don't get kefir but 
you can get like cigs or coconut base it's, it's also fermented but um kefir yogurt brand if you ever see that that's very good for your gut try it out um i actually haven't seen if it's clean but i'm guessing i think it is clean um it doesn't have anything added to it i don't know i'll see but for now i think kefir is safe it's fermented and it's good for your gut yogurt you get on the yogurt gang i don't know i love yogurt um what else i think those are the ones i know I feel like you can ferment it. You can ferment anything. Oh my god, pickles. If you like pickles, just keep eating freaking pickles. It's fermented in um, vinegar, so that's pretty good. But yeah, add some fermented foods to your diet. It's not that hard. It's pretty easy. I'm just telling you to add something, not take away. Um, oh, if you had like, I think this is a very Spanish thing. But those onions that are fermented in lime, that's fermented. If it's like soaked in lime, that's fermented. So put that in your in your food or whatever. It's probably very healthy for your gut. So yeah, fermented foods, guys. It's not that hard. Anyway, on to number four. This is a trick. I feel like it's a trick. So number four is like a trick. <laughs> not a trick it's like a like a thing i don't know so when you eat you have stomach acid in the bottom of your stomach and it kind of helps you break down the food so everything goes down smoother right water dilutes the acid in your stomach which makes it harder to digest and go through your gut. That's easy, right? So, when you drink a lot of water before or after you eat, it dilutes the acid and doesn't give it a smooth ride through your gut. So, I'm not saying dehydrate. <laughs> like, be dehydrated once you eat. Of course, you have to drink water a lot throughout the day for overall being healthy but try to avoid it 15 minutes before and 15 minutes after you eat your meal because again it dilutes the acid in your stomach and causes you to bloat or to not have a healthy processed food throughout your gut and your intestine while it goes down so yeah water placement it's very specific like i feel like this is a like a weird one, but it can help so much and there can be a lot of help in like bloating. So it's effects right after you eat. So try to avoid water or any other liquids 15 minutes before your meal and 15 minutes after your meal. Also, warm water is better for you <laughs> than cold water. It is winter. I don't think this is a hard one to do in the winter. So try to just have warm liquids. Cold water is just, it can often like kind of shock the body. Um, and if you kind of think about it, it's kind of logical. We have a, we're warm blooded, you know? So our bodies kind of like, like the warmth more than the cold. So try to drink warm 
liquids. Um, it just gives a better process to your digestive system. But yeah, that's a simple one, right? Just 15 minutes before, 15 minutes after, avoid the liquids, right? That's pretty good. Number five. <laughs> Number five is super hard. And it's probably like the one that ruins you the most. But it's stress. I know, you're just like, ugh, duh. Like, obviously. But anyway, stress is the number one cause of everything. And it can literally turn around your whole mental viewpoint, your health viewpoint, everything. The ways I kind of stress manage is a lot. And I don't... because. I don't like when people kind of just think it's easy to, to take away stress. It's not. It's not It's not a simple process. And especially once when you want the stress, when you know that the stress is affecting, like, your health, your physical health, it kind of just gives more stress onto you, you know? Um, and a lot of people just say, oh, meditate. <laughs> you know how hard it is to meditate? Like, it's super hard to meditate. You have to be clear-minded to meditate. It took me forever, and I still don't get that all the time. Like, I have gotten to that point where I meditate and I'm, my, my mind is fully clear, and, it, and I see a huge, huge, huge change in the next few days when I meditate and I hit it. Like, I hit the goal of not thinking about anything when I'm meditating, but it is hard. It's super hard. So, some ways I de-stress myself, quote-unquote, without meditating is I rationalize. I rationalize. It's very rational to want to fix things. Like, I'm a very big fixer. Like, I, I see a problem and I want to fix it right away, Right? With stress, it's often things that we have no control over. So I have this thing. I have this, like, I don't know, this rule, this, it's kind of like a trick. <laughs> I keep saying it's a trick. So you have a bunch of situations in your life right now that probably are annoying. You know, there's, there's a bunch of, like, issues going on in your life, which is normal. A lot of people do. So what I do is I... I list them all. I write every situation in my life right now. Everything that's annoying me. Everything that, you know, just is affecting me negatively. Just write it down. First of all, the process of writing that down is probably very, very annoying. Already stressing me out. Writing them down. <laughs> but anyway, you write them all down in a list. Whatever paper you want. If you have a journal, that's great. And then... Just cross things out that you have no control over. Because trust me, go over every single one. There's definitely some things that are stressing you out that you have zero control over. That you cannot fix. That you have no nothing to do about right now. And avoid those. And deal with the ones that you didn't cross out. Deal with the ones that you could change. And you couldn't fix. So, I don't know. That helped me a lot. 
And it kind of lowered my stress, even though I had other things to stress about that I could change. It kind of made me feel better that, you know, I kind of was talking to my head while I was doing this. And I was like, I could change these. And I can't change these. Let me stop stressing over half this list. And instead of stressing over the list I do have to do, I'm just, I'm just happy with the viewpoint I just gave myself. That, oh, these are fixable and I can do these. You know, I, it's basically you just gave yourself some positive, a positive push and saying, hey, these are fixable. You can do these. Stop stressing that much, you know. So that's a big stress reliever for me. I don't know that that helps a lot all the time. I love making lists and just writing things down. I feel like it's big on like self-awareness. Um. Again, I think self-awareness and stress, it's a fixer. Maybe not all the time, but it definitely dilutes your stress when you journal. Because you kind of just, I don't know, like vomit all the thoughts in your head onto paper. And it kind of just relieves you of some thoughts, you know? Even if, even if journaling isn't your thing, like I know a lot of people don't like to write like it's normal not to want to write try the voice note app i got that from a girl i forgot what girl i follow but she said that she would go on her voice note app and just record herself in the car when she's alone and talk to herself talk to herself about all the situations she's been through and something that's stressing her out or or practice a conversation to someone that you know is going to be hard. Like, a lot of people stress over social situations, relationship stuff. And all this is affecting your gut health. <laughs> I had to go back really really quick to the main topic. But all of this can affect your gut health. Your social interactions, your relationships, all that is stressing you out and can stress out your body. So, the voice note app is a good way to relieve it. That's kind of equivalent to a journal. If you don't like to write, try to voice note app. Just record yourself speak and just get it all out. You know, I think it's a different effect when you just speak out loud and you're not recording because at night sometimes I'll play the voice note back to myself and be like, oh, okay, this is what I was thinking about. This is what was annoying me. And this is how I'm going to you know, how do I, this is how I'm going to keep going on with this situation. This is how I'm going to start fixing this situation. It kind of just gives you a good reflection on your own viewpoint because sometimes we don't really even see our viewpoint clearly. So talking to yourself, writing things down helps so much in your self-awareness, helps you kind of just figure things out and gives you kind of like a peace of mind and let makes you like less stressed since you now know where you're beginning where you're coming from and how you're gonna go about the situation you know but yeah so i went over five that's pretty good <laughs> i went over five one let's let's recap whole foods simple just start eating whole foods i told you guys if you have families that cook for you you know usually like um moms cook with whole foods and the only thing that's really like messing up the thing 
is the oils that are used. So switch out her oil on the low, you know? <laughs> That's what I did. Um, you can do that. You can cook your own food. You can, um, I don't know, order from a salad place if you have to order out. Order from uh, places that are simple. Just order some chicken and some veggies and some rice, you know? Something, a simple meal. Whole food ingredients. Try to avoid packaged stuff as much as possible. It's a very simple first rule to, to life in general. Um, the second one was avoid antibiotics and painkillers, Tylenol, Advil, all those things. Very harmful to the gut alignment. Um, but again, if antibiotics is very, very much pushed by your doctor, then obviously go about it and take it. I'm not telling you not to. Um, listen to your doctor <laughs> um number three add more fermented foods to your diet um like sauerkraut kimchi ceviche um the onions fermented in in lime that's pretty good like pickled onions mm, so fucking good um <laughs> pickles pickles is also fermented um what was the fourth one i completely freaking forgot Oh, the water diluting thing, <laughs> the, my little trick, another very simple thing you can do, you can do that like today right after you listen to this, just don't drink water 15 minutes before, 15 minutes after, try to stick to um, your liquids being warm, and yeah, also along with that, try to avoid processed sugars, a very like a lot of things like artificial sugars and processed sugars are very harmful to your gut. A little, little add-on if you want to do something extra um, to start. Avoid that. Um, a good alternative to sweeteners is coconut sugar and dates. Very good for sweetening things up in the kitchen. Um, and number five is to uh, manage your stress which is very obvious, but I gave you guys a little tip on just making a list and crossing out the things you can't deal with and dealing with the things you can. So I hope these are easy because I think they're pretty easy just to start off and it's, it's a good kind of segue to try to live a healthier lifestyle in general. It's not only maybe focused on gut health, but it gives a good baseline if you just want to start living a healthy life in general for the new year. And it's, it's simple. You can start any day and, yeah, contribute to your gut health. I can promise you, you'll see changes um, super quickly. I saw changes so quickly when I started eating whole foods and less processed foods and just taking care of my health overall. So... I hope it's helpful. I hope you start a healthy journey in the new year. I promise you it benefits you so much and you're going to love it eventually. Trust me. It's a lifestyle, not a diet. And I think that's it. I think that's all we're talking about today. Um, we have one more episode before the new year. And I think it's going to be a how-to. I don't know how-to. I don't know what kind of how-to. Like... Maybe how to start 
waking up early and how to start living a, a healthy lifestyle. I don't know. We'll figure it out. And thank you so much for listening till the end. And have a good new year if you don't listen to another episode before that. <laughs> Bye.